All right. So I hope you're sitting down, but I want to share something with all of you in regards to the truth behind mental wellness and what is truly the root cause of mental illness, mental illness in anyone, any human out there. This is groundbreaking stuff in the health and wellness industry, and it's time to share it. It's it's time to share the secret behind mental wellness. So hold on your hats because this is going to be a good one. So welcome to A Better Way to Heal podcast. Uh, This is episode five. And this is a show to really help guide you to better health, And we do that with fitness, nutrition, and mindset. So I have solo episodes. I bring in health and wellness experts. And it's really to unlock the healthiest, best version of you, as well as to bring out that inner athlete that is truly inside all of us. And... If you're ready, and I'm so happy you're here, let's dive in to this episode. So welcome, 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 welcome. And May, whether you know it or not, is actually Mental Health Awareness Month. And I'm going to share a little bit of my story. I'm going to be a little vulnerable right here and now in this episode. But I actually have my own version of... um, mental health that I want to share with you. I have high-functioning anxiety. So I always joke that even my anxiety is high-achieving. But um, type A personality that I am, I come by it honestly. And it's something that I work very hard to keep under control. Um, And a lot of that has to do with the fuel that I give my body. So what I really want to get into today is the link between mental health and gut health. And this is a huge, huge um, health issue that they're really focusing on a lot. It was actually featured in the April edition of Time Magazine. It actually was on the cover of Time Magazine. So if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely recommend it to you. So if you haven't heard anything about the gut-brain connection, I'm here to just kind of inform you of what that really means and why it is the, the truth. And maybe you'll have some light bulb moments as you listen to this podcast, and I just challenge you to stick with it because there's a lot of good information, and I want to share something that I have to offer to you at the end of the podcast, so just Stay, stay with me on this. So the gut-brain connection is truly no, no joke. Um, when we're developing um, in utero, we actually have our brain and our guts side by side. So what happens is, is they're very similar in their makeup of what, you know, chemicals they have. And so as we start to develop more, they spread apart. And maybe something you don't know that I'm going to share with you 
right now is that you actually have more serotonin in your gut than you do your brain. Actually, 70 to 80% of your serotonin that is a lot of what the antidepressants drugs focus on. That's the chemical, the neurotransmitter um, in our bodies that those drugs uh, work on. And to know that primarily it's in our guts, not our brains, is kind of a light bulb moment. And I think it was very eye-opening for me. I always suffered from a lot of um, gut issues. So there was definitely a link to that. And I can definitely sense, and maybe some of you can resonate with this, when my food is, when I'm eating more wholesome, whole foods, fruits and veggies, nuts and seeds, less processed foods, I definitely notice a difference in my mood. So if you're not sure if that's an issue for you, I'd say, you know what, just do a little mini journal for a few days and just see. Don't change what you're doing. Just see how you are at. So um, anxiety and depression are directly linked to imbalances uh, with serotonin. So it's not necessarily the most obvious sign that you have a gut issue, that you have anxiety and depression. Nobody really links it at first to, oh, you, they treat what they, they want to treat your brain, quote unquote. But really what they should be doing is treating your gut. So symptoms of in, uh, an unhealthy gut include that anxiety, depression, stomach, uh, stomach issues, And those stomach issues can be like bloating, gas, Um, they can be as severe as like Crohn's disease, IBS, anything inflammatory, uh, bowel disease is kind of how they're all lumped in together. And even some chronic illnesses that you may not relate to uh, being um, autoimmune, but diabetes. Diabetes is a huge one and it actually is autoimmune. Um, rheumatoid arthritis, and actually some skin issues like eczema, um, psoriasis. Those are autoimmune inflammatory diseases, and they're all linked to the gut. Heart disease actually is linked. So the underlying key to gut health is inflammation. And I'm going to apologize right now. There's so much information, and this is something I'm so passionate about that I'm going to try and keep this semi-logically ordered, but I hope you realize that there's just so much information and I want to share this with the world. And I think, I know the more, the more people that hear this and become informed, we can change the healthcare system the way we demand we are treated. So that's a side note. That's my pharmacist self getting... Um, just passionate about alternative holistic medicine. So I I can speak from ex- my own personal experience. I can speak for clients of mine who I've worked with for a period of time and that have really bought in to the systems that I uh, put in place. And it's amazing that healing the gut changes your mindset, changes your outlook on your life in in all aspects. And it's just amazing to watch people that have 
have failed many times in certain things in their life and goals that they've set, whether it's a health and wellness goal or it's a business goal or whatever it is, personal goal. And they start to have that more positive mindset as they heal their gut, as they're balancing their hormones, as they're healing their gut, they're actually absorbing more nutrition. So it all falls into place. So ways to heal the gut, there are many. Um, We actually have 10 times the number of bacterial cells in our body than we do our own DNA. So I heard a number the other day that we have roughly 20 to 23,000 DNA cells in our body. We have 10 times that. So you do the math. We have like 20 million bacterial cells in our bodies, and they're either working with us and for us, or they are working against us, causing inflammation, causing disease. So how do you go about changing your microbiome, which is the other term for the bacteria in your body? It's the overall bacteria that you have. And that falls on you. And ways you can do that is to clean up your your nutrition. Um, eating more whole foods, fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds. Uh, getting more fiber in your in your daily routine. Hydration and and also when you change over that nutritional plan, you're actually changing over the pH of your body, which helps prevent sickness because it doesn't allow uh, bad bacteria, viruses, funguses, things that would usually make you ill. Um, it, It gives it a more basic pH that doesn't let those things thrive. So you can get better nutrition, probiotics. So you can supplement with probiotics. You can eat fermented foods like kombucha, kimchi, sauerkraut, um, kefir, and also probiotics. Probiotics are actually what um, feed the probiotics. So the prebiotics are things like artichokes, leeks, onions, garlic, trickery roots, cabbage, asparagus, um, legumes, and oats. So those are things that, so good fiber actually feeds, if you just want to think about good fiber, feeds the probiotics, which allows them to replicate, duplicate, and they start, you start colonizing your gut with healthy bacteria, which boots out the bad. So I recently partnered with a company that their focus is just the gut-brain axis, the connection between the gut and the brain. And I became um, an Amari wellness partner. And the reason why I did this was because the gut health side is where I'm so passionate. So their products are specifically to heal the gut. There are specific strains of probiotics that actually focus on anxiety. So they're really starting to do studies. They're really starting to, and there's so much more work to be done, which is why this is so exciting because this is just the beginning. So there's actually strains that help with anxiety. So if you could, instead of giving an antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication, which As a disclaimer, I'm just throwing out there, I'm not 
telling someone to go off their meds today. If you're on something, you're being treated by a doctor, obviously talk to your doctor. Or if you're in a place where you are severe anxiety, severe depression, that is a catalyst to get you where you need to be. But once you are more um, in a place where this is something that you, you're like, okay, I could do this. This is a route I want to take. I definitely want to empower you to do that. Uh, this is the way to go. The drugs long-term are not the way to go. Uh, they do what they need to do for the people that really, really, truly need them. But I do always say it, you need to be your own best advocate and you need to look out for yourself. And this is a pharmacist talking to you right now. Please don't forget that. I'm not tooting my own horn. I just want to make sure that you are empowered. That is why I'm on this planet. I'm on this planet to educate. I'm you know, on this planet to entertain when the time is right. It's about having fun in life. And it's all about balance. But also you need to know that there are other options out there. So please don't allow anyone to push you into a corner and say, this is the only way that there is to treat this. And you're going to be on these meds forever, okay? Like, find a new practitioner if that is what you're being told. Just just saying. <laughs> um, so I've mentioned some of the things, some of the d- disease, you know, the conditions, and even... Um, Disease states that actually um, come about because inflammatory bacteria. So the other term for the bad bacteria in your gut is candida. So you might hear that term as well. I'm going to use that term. So candida is the bad bacteria. The microbiome is just in general everything good and bad that you have in your body. So if you have a lot more bad bacteria that inflames your body you're going to get more disease. If you have more um, fighter bacteria that are actually there to support you and fight for you, you're going to have less disease. And it's not even just like anxiety, depression. They've actually found like dementia, schizophrenia, obesity. They're finding people that are obese have a much different uh, bacterial microbiome in their body. People that tend to be healthier have more variety. So they're doing studies. They are, for lack of a better term, they're studying people's poop. And they're finding what the bacterial makeup of their body is. And this starts from birth. Whether you were born a vaginal birth versus C-section. If you were born vaginally, you have a lot more bacteria from your mom. You have the microbiome. You have a healthier microbiome. C-section, because it's more of a sterile environment, you're not getting that good bacteria that puts you behind from the beginning. Um, If you were breastfed as a child, you are getting more bacteria from your mom and you're also getting more immunity. And so a couple of ways that right from birth, some of us can get way ahead of someone else or way behind, but doesn't mean you can't catch up, doesn't mean you can't continue to thrive. Um, throughout your life. Um, We are also in a society, and I'm sure we all can relate to this, that 
we're a clean society. Like we fear bacteria to almost an unhealthy level. Now, within reason, I highly recommend exposure to bacteria, exposure to germs. Let your kids play outside in the dirt. Let them be around animals, like their dogs. They, you know, they actually say it's great when a dog will just lick your face because you're getting exposed to those bacteria, builds your immunity, and not all bacteria is bad. How many of you out there use those alcohol, um, you know, alcohol squirt bottles all the time to, you know, clean off your hands and and those are okay once in a while, but what the problem is if you continuously use them throughout the day, every day, they actually kill the good bacteria that's on your skin that actually protects you, okay? So it's just like ingesting an antibiotic every day. Who's going to do that, right? Don't use those any more than you have to. You're actually better off washing your hands, and not as frequently. You have bacteria to protect you. They're there for you, so... If they weren't there, we would just always be sick. So we have fighters for us all the time. So, yes, I think we all know somebody who struggles with mental illness, whatever form it is. And I and I truly believe we all have some sort of level, and nobody take offense at this, please, but I truly believe we all have some level of an anxiety of anxiety. At times, we may even be slightly depressed. And we're made to feel like that is wrong. Like we're not supposed to have those feelings. We live in a stressful world. We have stress every day of our lives, good and bad. So it is an emotion that we all have. And it's part of life. It's part of balance. And the extreme happens when it's chronically occurring. And you can't function. You can't get out of bed. Those are the issues. But to think, oh, I have a couple down days here and there. Okay, you're human. You're human. And I think this is getting more brought up in, you know, mainstream because we're having, you know, people that are famous actually taking their lives because they're just unhappy. But on the outside, it looked like they had everything going for them. And... um Artists every day are talking about it, and it's becoming more accepted. And I think this, the facts are that the gut is the culprit. I think it should be even more accepted because it's a gut issue. It's not a brain issue. There's nothing wrong with you other than your gut is messed up. But it's not like you're this horrible human being, okay? We can heal it. Uh, Leaky gut is a real thing. If you have inflammatory bacteria and it's overriding your system, you have ton, like I said, you have like 20 million bacterial cells in your body, 10 times the amount of your own. So we are, (laughs) we are bacteria. Like our bacteria could take over our bodies. So think about that like in a war. Like if one country is going against the other and they had 10 times the number of military, who's going to win that war? Unless those other um, fighters are actually on your side. They come to your side. And then you become empowered by not only your own DNA, but your bacteria, your microbiome is working for you to keep you healthier. I remember years ago, before I really made the, the, the conversion, and this is another topic about you know healing the gut, um, 
over to gluten-free, dairy-free, limiting my sugar, um, you know, it just, I had to really accept the fact that I couldn't keep doing this. I couldn't keep eating the way I was eating and wanting to perform for me. It was like an athletic performance. I couldn't do the things I wanted to do because I was fatigued. I wasn't recovering. Um, I had bloat. I was just felt miserable. So it's, it's really realizing that you need to make a change and nobody likes change, but change is inevitable and change actually brings huge rewards that you've been working for and maybe you didn't even know you wanted until you, until you, you changed. So uh, things that affect your microbiome are the medications that you may be taking. Painkillers, opioids, PPIs, which is like Prilosec, Prevacid that they give a lot for heartburn. It's a whole cascade of it causes more issues. It may short-term fix something, but the long-term it's going to make the problem worse. Uh diabetes medications, uh, psychiatric meds. So they work on serotonin and other neurotransmitters that are in the gut. So if they're not specific for what ones they go to, you're going to have gut issues. It's going to throw things off in your gut. And of course, the one that makes the most sense and most quote-unquote obvious is antibiotics. Antibiotics not only kill off good bacteria, they also kill off bad bacteria. And one round of antibiotics can actually um, kill off all your bacteria, and it could take you up to a year to replenish the, bacteria, the good bacteria that you had in your system. So just remember this. Just remember this, please. So, But start changing things nutritionally. That, I think, is the biggest first step. Move your body. Clean up your food. And... Eliminates things like dairy, gluten, and sugar. I know, but your body will thank you and me after you stop <laughs> soaring at me for making you have to get rid of some of those comfort foods. Not forever, but if you're having a lot of symptoms stomach wise or you're like emotionally, you gotta, this is your time. And I'm here to help you. I have programs for this, and this is where I love to be. I love to help people. So definitely reach out to me. And all you athletes out there, if you're wondering why you're plateauing in your um, performance, whatever, maybe you have that little extra weight that you want to get off. You want to build some muscle. So building muscle, you have to be able to absorb your nutrition. So gut health healthy gut, you're able to absorb your nutrition, you get the gains that you want. So again, some of the symptoms of gut issues, remember, are very obvious because they resonate, they start um, in the gut. So gas, bloating, diarrhea, nausea, um, but other things, you have reoccurring infections, upper respiratory, UTIs, uh, skin issues, like I mentioned before, eczema, psoriasis, acne, Inflammation; those are all inflammatory, and eczema and the psoriasis are autoimmune. Anxiety, depression. 
I'm just reviewing these because I just want to hit home uh, schizophrenia, dementia, and also obesity because chances are the reason why your bacteria is not good is because of the foods that you're eating. So they kind of go hand in hand. So summary of ways to treat leaky gut gut issues. Now I just want to go through, like recently um, I heard about Whoopi Goldberg going septic. I would love to chat with her. So if any of you know Whoopi, like put her in touch with me because I want to talk to her. But <laughs> she probably had a lot of gut issues and she almost died because these bacteria that are harming us, that are inflammatory, like I said earlier, they are actually able to penetrate the lining of your gut. They are able to basically rip holes in your gut, if you want to think of it in that term, leaky gut. And you can be healthy one day and have the septic blood infection the next. And maybe some of you have known someone that this has happened to. It's all gut. So love yourself enough to, if you're sitting there listening to this, do something about it. Start making changes. Start drinking more water. If you have no interest in changing your nutrition, could you just start drinking more water? Half your body weight in ounces. So to heal the gut, like I mentioned, probiotics, prebiotics, um, phytonutrients, aka antioxidants, which again, fruits, veggies, Think of your colors. Um, fermented foods, like I mentioned, kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut. Um, being hydrated, like I mentioned. Sleep. Not getting enough sleep causes cortisol to be released. Stress hormone. Stress on your entire body. Stress on your gut. Balanced diet. Exercise. Limit alcohol. Dairy. Processed meats. Sugar. Gluten. And making sure that you're getting enough fiber in your in your nutrition, twenty to forty grams a day. Obviously, work your way up if you're if you know you're very low right now. So, and just to gross you guys out towards the end of this podcast, fecal transplants have actually been happening. They will actually transplant. That's right, someone else's poo into somebody else who needs healthier bacteria. Sounds disgusting, but it's been very effective at uh, fighting off um, resistant viruses, resistant C. diff, and other bacteria. So it's been actually, they've done a lot of studies, and if you want to learn more, research Google um, fecal transplants, and you will maybe get more information than you want, but you actually see how effective that the studies have been. So I hope that this podcast has enlightened you to the fact that mental health issues are actually gut issues. And this is why I'm so passionate about the gut health and the gut brain connection. And like I mentioned, I have a partner in my business that I feel so passionate about. So if you want to know more about what I'm doing, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Rachel Gregg. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook business page, Rachel Gregg Fitness. 
Uh, you can reach out to me on my website, rachelgregfitness.com. And I, you know, that will email right to me. I can get back to you. Again, I'm here to empower. I'm here to empower you to take control of your life. Take control of your health. Don't leave it to chance. Uh, don't leave it to your doctor. Don't. It, this is your life. And it's time for you to, to put your stake in the ground to realize that you do have the ability to improve your health. Anything is healable, curable. Again, cancer starts in the gut, okay? Sugar is the biggest culprit for cancer. They're looking for the cure for cancer. The cure for cancer, in my very humble opinion, is cleaning up nutrition, getting rid of the sugar, because sugar feeds disease, especially cancer. So... Thank you so much for being here today. And if you're interested in um, getting more information from me, please join my email list. You can find the link on my Instagram. Just go to my bio on Instagram at Dr. Rachel Gregg. It is on my Rachel Gregg Fitness business page on Facebook. Or, again, reach out to me via my website, and I can get that to you. You get gut-healthy grocery lists, recipes, And you get the ability to work with me exclusively in a group setting for free. So if you're on Facebook, you can join my free Facebook group where I get on live once a week, question and answer. So you have the ability to work with me on an intimate level. So with that being said, be happy, be healthy, and please, please, please make the choice to put yourself first and empower yourself to make the changes. You deserve it. I love you. Love yourself. Love your body. And do things for your body because you do love yourself. So until next time, there is a better way to heal. And I'm the one here to help you find that way. Talk to you soon. 